This is the King and Badger Show as part of the Monmouth Digital Network. And now, here are your hosts, Coach King Rice and Gary the Badger Kowal. Yeah. The ones that hate me the most look just like me. Just like me. You tell me what that means. Make a slick comment and see what that brings. I've seen it go down. We can reenact things. Extreme. Back here for another edition of the King and Badger podcast. Coach Rice fired up. Big time day on the podcast. We're joined by a couple of huge alums in our program. So excited. Josh James, Diego Quinn joining us. Coach Rice, seems like you're pretty pumped out back. Hey, guys. I've been waiting for this one. I've been waiting for this one. We got Josh. Chicka, 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 James. And Diego changed the world, changed the world. Diego. What's up, Hey, man, y'all got to get more hype to be on the show, man. Y'all got to get more hype. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the best one yet. It's the best one yet. Jake's been waiting to get on for weeks. Yeah, I'm ready. But how come you guys are sitting so close together? Uh, you know, he's sitting I, like, I'm like, all right, y'all, come like, on, man. Don't start. Chair. Don't start he's this morning. He's sitting it's, like JR. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, he's going to sit all wide and everything. Wide. Y'all, come on, yeah. man. We got room in here. <laughs> we got room in the Viscomi studio. Yeah. We're on the east it. part of campus, Viscomi Studios. Got four mics up. We might start rapping today. You're Bad said he got some questions from the fans. Oh, I love questions from the fans. And, um,. Guess what, Badge? I talked to Dr. McNeil last night. How was that? I, I FaceTimed her after the game. FaceTime? I was uh, I FaceTimed Dr. Oh, McNeil. You know how I do that? And oh, she uh, she answered it like it was a phone. She put it up to her ear, and I'm like, "Can you see me? Can you see me?" <laughs> and then she looked at it, and she was like, "Oh, King, what's up?" And then I I just started thanking her about bringing me here a long time ago, and. She had a lot of nice things to say, and she said that she thinks she might be at one of our games before this season is over. So that made me super, super happy. And I did not ask about Hank because I didn't want to mess up the conversation because she was happy to talk to me, so I didn't ask her about Change Hank. Change her mood immediately. You know, <laughs> she would have been like, "Why? I'm not coming back now, King. <laughs> but hopefully Hank's doing well too. But it was just, it was so cool. It was an exciting night, and, you know, the people that, that – are responsible for it the way I see it. Two of these guys here played a major role in it, and Dr. McNeil and President Gaffney and Jeff brought me here a long time ago, and now we get to do these cool things. So it was just great to talk to her. I thought it was pretty cool last night after the game. We put the picture up on social media, but these two guys, Colin, uh, Micah obviously was there, Dan Polari, Louie, some of those guys just to be at that game were you do break the wins record for our program's Division One history it was pretty cool. I mean, we could spend a whole podcast talking about guys that have put in on this over the last eleven years, and that list is huge. But it's cool to have some of those guys. I know they're all local. Uh, most of them, at least, are local. But pretty cool to have those guys at the game last night. And the other part was I invited all of them to come be on here today because <laughs> I knew I was going to get Dan to start imitating me and stuff for the fans, <laughs> and because these guys have seen all that and. I wanted him to do it in front of me. He's only done it one time when I was kind of in the room. But uh, he's really good at imitating all the coaches, so we wanted them to come in. Probably Colin and Lou probably wouldn't have talked much unless yeah. I really started talking bad about them. And, you know, so they probably would have just been here quiet. Yeah. We would have heard them breathing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It would have been like, wow, what, what kind of show is Coach having today? He just got some guys in the background breathing heavy. Yeah, it is so, laughing the whole time. You know what I mean? So uh, we put it out there for him. Maybe we'll get him on another time. 
But it is great to have you two here. And Badge, get him going, Badge. Get Josh. Chicken, 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 James. I, I think what's, what was awesome about, about Josh, and I call him Jig. I got to try, try to work out of that, but maybe not. Um, outside of maybe Ricky, probably been around for most the most wins that you've had here. I, between as a player, being on staff, you did a handful of games as a broadcaster one year. Like Probably Jig has seen the most wins outside of summer and – and Ricky that, that you've had here. Well, that means he's probably seen the most crazy too. <laughs> yeah. right? that, that's seen a, a lot of things. You know, Josh has seen a lot of things, <laughs> a lot, lot of things, but what he has to remember, he can tell all the things that he wants, but I get the mic last. So y'all better be careful out here. The stories that you want to tell everybody, the behind the scenes ones, because yeah. I do get the mic last. Unless Scomb says I don't. It's gone because this is the Scomb studio on the east side of campus, Monmouth University, Greg Viscomi studio. <laughs> Let's go. Now I I thought just just like you said, Badge, from the standpoint of all the guys being there. And just recently, like, these guys have been hitting me and, hey, can I get a ticket? Can I get a ticket to the game? But that picture last night, for me, it was like a full circle thing. Like, you know, just being here as a, as a young freshman in 2013 and our first year in the MAC, um, and then now, you know, it being our last year in the MAC, and I've on the coaching staff. So, like you said, it's full circle, but it's fun. It's, it's fun when these guys get to come back and I get to see them and I get to kind of, like, relax my shoulders a little bit and have some fun with them when I can. Um, but uh, it's definitely a full circle moment, but it's always good to see the guys. Jake, your voice sounds a little bit shady this it's morning. Been, uh, did y'all go out? Did y'all go out last night or no, something? Last night we had a game. I, we we won the game. You know, because y'all didn't invite me. Sienna. You didn't invite me. Oh no, I know. Isn't there a rule like sixty? <laughs> Just because I got grazed, Diego, you know I'm not He's that old. He knows I see Diego this one. Are we sure we invited Diego or did he just show up? No, Diego, when I pulled up into the parking lot, he was getting he was out of his car too. <laughs> Diego's been waiting for this day. <laughs> I didn't know he was coming. I didn't know he was coming until I got to the parking lot. I'm the, I'm the one that you invite. I'm going to be there first. I'm the first person there. He said, hey, Jig, 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 put your window down. Put your window down. <laughs> Who else coming? No, but it's it's fun. I mean, it's a great thing for Coach, um, you know, with all the things. Like he said, I, we've seen a bunch of things over the years. But it's always love. It's always been love. It's always been about growing. It's always been about, you know, helping us get prepared for life, you know, as young men. And uh, it's cool when those guys get to come back. And I wish, when I see a picture like that, I wish we had, like, the Justins, the Chris Bradys, mm -hmm. you know, the um, the Jalons, you know, all the, all the guys that, you know, we – we got to do it with for four years. I wish they can be come back and get in those pictures too. But and everybody, we were gonna have Micah Seaborn oh, on yeah. today, but I am I'm gonna tell you this one. Micah went to class yeah. instead of doing this. Hey, we gotta hit Jack Harlow yeah. or somebody. We gotta hit something. We gotta, we gotta hey, hit something. Micah went to class. Micah, we gotta hit that. <laughs> 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 Micah said, Coach, um, I, I'd like to come, but I I have class that I have to go to <laughs> instead, of, instead of coming. Yeah. And he's a scholar now. I called him, and I said, Mike, I said, yeah, Coach, you know, he said, we, we can go at 12. He said, he's like, hey, uh, I got, you know, I got 1140. I was like, 
How long does 11.40 go, Mike? He's like, you know what time it goes to. I can't get there. I was like, I, was like, I said, you funny. I said, you funny. I said, well, they told you after you after your class, you can come. He said, I'm going to try to get there. I said, all right, Mike, I know yeah, what that I means. Know. <laughs> I already know what that means. See, after he's a scholar, he's going to go back into being Micah Seaborn today. And that means he's not coming, everybody. No, it, it, it sounds good. That's another one of Micah saying. It sounded <laughs> it good for him good. to come after class, but Micah will not be here after class. We're glad that he chose to go to class, though. He's going to come one day. He's going to get it. We're gonna oh, get we'll get Micah. We'll get him on. Absolutely. Uh, Diego, what was last night like for you? I know that you've been at a handful of games recently, but... But just to, to be here for that moment last night, what was that like for you? Uh, it was like, I guess, light, if that makes any sense. Like, I guess, because uh, I tell Miranda all the time. like every You time tell who? Miranda, my girlfriend. Your girlfriend, yeah. Miranda. Okay. Yeah, let let know. Say it with let a little bass in your let voice, man. Who she is. I mean, I let people know. Yeah. There, but it was just like. You said it like, Miranda. No, yeah. you got to say, Miranda, my girl. Yeah, my yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. right. Miranda, my girlfriend. Yeah, okay. Told, <laughs> there you I'm go. Telling her at the game, I'm like, man, like, I think people are so spoiled from those two years. They're like, imagine pulling up and we were going to smoke whoever it was. Yeah. Other than Iona, because we got smacked yeah, one good. time. Yeah, it was all right. It's yeah, all right. It, yeah, happens. it happens. It happens. It happens. But yeah, that, those but, type of things happen. Like, imagine pulling up and, like, just knowing, like, we're going to be whoever it was. Like, those two years, it was so cool. Like, and I think as fans, I like, I feel like you guys were spoiled on that aspect. No, it, it definitely, sometimes definitely. it feels like that. I think I think our kids are sometimes, but, but I do. I You know, I think people just expect you to win at a high level all the time. And, you know, for me, I just, I want the kids to be supported and, you know, the kids can really feel it when the energy's in the building. You guys can speak on that when you played and, you know, you can feel energy. You can feel the fans being behind you. And, you know, I, I just want them to really be there for you guys and, and stand up and cheer because I know how much it means to the kids. As the coach, you like it because you want it to be a home court advantage. But for me personally, I just, I want you guys supported so well and the players supported so well so you feel great about your university and you'll always want to come back here and always want to support it. Even after I'm gone, everybody's gone, Scombs will still have the studio, <laughs> Badge will still be doing big things, but it's like, you know, this is your deal and you come back forever and, and get to see people still supporting what you helped build up. So that's what it is for me. I, I want our fans there to cheer for the kids because it really lifts them up. And we talk about we talk about that with the, with the guys all the time, just about getting the fans to be a part of it. And I know it sucks because some of these guys, when you think about it, they didn't miss having that interaction with their classmates because of COVID. You know, so when I think about sometimes the games that we had and we sold out and that's because we were on yeah. campus, we were we had relationships with people. Yeah, you know what I mean? And now these guys like they're they have relationships but they're not as strong yet. And I think I think when COVID started to we got better with it, we got more of our classmates and more of their classmates to come to the games and you can see the support, you know. Like even Philly Fagan yesterday, we were at um shoot around and he was hitting shots, he was hitting half court shots, and then he turned around and like all the guys from the track team just started saying Philly Fagan, Philly Fagan, Philly Fagan. I'm like, who are these dudes? Like, I ain't even, they on the track team. But it just goes to show you when you build relationships, you know, the guy, people will come out for you and support you. So, yeah, we talked about that with Justin when we had him on earlier. Just the, the camaraderie between the athletes here at Monmouth, really, especially when you guys were in school, was, was so awesome. And now we're starting to build back to that after, after COVID. Um, 
something I would like to get into, and I know I'll ask Coach Rice too, but but start with you guys. We talk about Coach setting the wins record, 179 wins. What's what's one for you? And you had a lot. I mean, you guys won 55 games in two years. What's one win that you look back on, at least each of you separately, uh, that you look back on with the, the most fondness or, or the best one? I mean, I would say UCLA because that's what set it off, you know. Like, I feel like maybe for those guys, if I was to step into their shoes, it's like we're here now. Like, this is our opportunity to show what we built the last two years as them being juniors. So I know for sure, like, that one must have been the sweetest. Or I would think so. For me, being a freshman, it was the coolest thing ever because it's like UCLA is like a school that everyone wishes they could go to, you know. And uh, to be there and have an opportunity to play and impact winning, was like a dream, and then we're on ESPN back at the hotel. So you know, you're <laughs> yeah, um, I show you like a video. Of my whole family was in my living room watching the game. You know, and I actually got camera time. Like I was laughing, shooting the free you throws. And played stuff. a big role that night. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you had your game. You had your game, man, for sure. I still remember my first shot though. It was like the first shot was a spin move layup. I was talking on already. I was like, why did I say like? But then the second we'll one, I got it. an offensive rebound. I shot it, and Coach Rice is yelling at me like, "That's a so don't." Don't do that. You you shouldn't be. I was like, damn, okay, so I can shoot that one, not this one, okay. Cool. <laughs> you still figure yeah. trying to understand that. <laughs> 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 then and there like, I go yelling at him before he even knew what he could do and not do. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't do that. Do this. And it probably wasn't the nicest words. No, That's why he slipped on on the field. <laughs> That's all right. We good. We good. He, I mean, I was, this is his first time on this too. So we're, we're cool. But uh, yeah, so I, I I would say UCLA. That's what set it off for me. Were you, going into that game, what were you nervous? Were you expecting to play? You didn't know how many minutes you were going to get as a true freshman. And that's uh, a big time environment to play your first college game in. I feel like it is, but it wasn't because I guess maybe I was super. I was too excited to acknowledge the fact that I was nervous. If that makes any sense, I got you. Oh, like nice. you know, like like why would I be nervous? Like this is cool. Like I'm part of something that. So it was kind of like an out-of-body experience because, like, I didn't think I would be playing there. And also, I didn't think I'd play. But I kind of had <clears> some <throat> idea because before that, we had a talk in uh, one of the coaches' hotel room, and you asked me, like, Coach Rice asked me, would I be okay if I started? And I was like, whoa. Let's <laughs> I, I, I know, you know, I, well, at the time, I, I'm, in my head, I'm like, I know I'm better than Chris and Zach. <laughs> You know, I still want to let them do their thing because this is kind of theirs, like, you know? So, and I was like, if I had, maybe when I was walking away, I was like, damn, maybe I shouldn't have said that. But, like, like maybe I'll start, but I won't play the most minutes, you know? Like, but maybe, like, I only play the minutes that matter. So, as long as I, you know, go out there. But I was like, yeah, I think I did the right thing. Just, you know, I'm, I'm just here yeah, to you had my the part. You game, bro. And well, all I know is game. that the phone lines are blowing up because Chris and Zach are on the, on the call right now. <laughs> Diego said he, he still claimed he better than y'all. He said when he got to school, he was better than y'all. Yeah, he's, still he's still better, better than, than y'all. <laughs> and now he's just letting y'all know that he knew all the way back then before UCLA, he was better than y'all too. Oh, he just was letting y'all be the older brothers. Yeah, Zach and Chris. Got show respect, you know, but like, for the old heads. Let him know, Diego, yeah. off the top. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> Oh man! Oh. This is this is it's always cool for me when <laughs> when guys the former guys come on and you know I just remember these guys I remember flying to Chicago to see Diego and it used to I used to come back and be like man this kid is incredible 
Okay, this kid, just how he thinks. He don't think like these kids that we recruit every year. He's just, he's different than how he sees the world. And, like, it's just amazing. And then you get to coach him and and watch him move while he was here and then after. And then watch these dudes become into men. And it's just, it's so cool to see. You know, I used to go out there and and you, you recruit a long time. You know, I went, I flew to Chicago a bunch of times. It reminds me when I used to go to the Hunt School when I was a coach at Vanderbilt to recruit Lance Goulburn. Um, like, you go on this campus, and it was beautiful. I mean, I, I don't even know what part of Illinois it was in. It's outside of Chicago. But the campus, you have this winding road going up to it. And I didn't know Diego well yet, so I'm kind of going, finding my way, and they point me to the gym, and it's like, wow, this is where this kid gets to go to school. This is incredible. And then he walks in, and it's like he was the president of the school. Like, every kid was like, hey, Diego, hey, Diego, hey, Diego, hey, Diego, hey, Diego. And he's just like, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> and I just was like, yo, where did they, is he really from New York? Is he really from Harlem? Because he, he's out here in Illinois, and he's like the president, and everybody loves him, and he talks to the young kids, the guy? older kids. Who is this, <laughs> Who is this guy? guy? And then you watch the workout, and Diego was a kid because he hadn't played a long time yet. So when you would tell him something, he would do exactly what you told him. And I watched him sprint the floor one time. His coach told him to sprint and chop his steps, and he did it so hard. I was like, oh, my gosh, we need him on our team. He just does what the coach says. And then when I got back, I was like, hey, guys, you got to be careful if we get this kid because he's going to do exactly what we say. It ain't going to be veering off. So you can't just say, hey, do this. Because then you might look, and he'll be over there doing it, and it might not be that cool. (laughs) Like, because he does what the coach says, like, to a T. And, you know, that's why I think he he had the successes that he had. Diego didn't veer off a whole bunch. He did what you showed him that you wanted. Then he put his own spin on it and took it to the levels that only he could take it to. And that's what's cool when I get to be a part of that. And now I get to watch these dudes – become dads and have lives and go out and do (laughs) it. dads. I want to put that on you. Hey, someday y'all going to be somebody's dad. I don't know who you're talking to Badge. Congratulations. Badge going to be a dad. (laughs) No, someday, man, all y'all. And then I watch y'all with Zach's daughter. You know what I mean? I watch y'all. Y'all uncle on that one, but I see how you move with it. I see how she lights you up. And and I know y'all, you know, so projecting a little bit and i i told diego he's gonna be a really good husband dad just because he does what you're supposed to do josh the same thing he he's gonna be great at this when that is the time in his life and just knowing because how both of you have done since i've known you and this isn't this wasn't me teaching you that that was your families that put this in you and then you guys ran with all of it and now you're the men that you are. And it, the next step is those things. And, you know, I know Josh be acting like, oh, no, no, no. But Josh going to be somebody's daddy someday, no. too. Oh, we could wait. Closer than that. <laughs> we could. What? Well, you're the uh, one that yeah. got a girlfriend. Yeah, 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 Josh, yeah. do you have a girlfriend? No, I do not. You do not? I do not. You, look you sure? I'm very sure. Is it going to be people mad at you when this comes out? Um, Probably. I don't think so. No? <laughs> 
<laughs> we were called accent. Josh, I hope so. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Josh gonna have a black guy tomorrow when he comes to work. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, badge. Who who called in? We got we got some some some. Yeah. Got a couple questions from our uh, our fan base. Um, most of them involving Coach uh, Coach Rice, of course. Um, but I'll lead off with with one that that somebody asked that I think is kind of interesting. Um, and I'm sure there's some things that that will get said about this. But in game coaching, uh, what do you think the the toughest part is in game for you? You know, just between the lines, forty minutes. Something that you really uh, you know you key on or something that's difficult for you or, or maybe even just the in-game experience? Well, for me, you know, the game is is the cool part, okay? The game, one, I, I'm in my element once the game starts. Um, I've been doing it my whole life. I was a point guard. I called games when I was a young guy, called games in high school. Um, I learned from great high school coaches, and then I played for who I think is the best ever to do it in Coach Smith. So the games, to me, once the game starts, like I'm, I'm ready and I don't struggle with any part of that. The hardest part for me is the day of the game, okay, because the game doesn't get here fast enough. So all day I'm sick because all the things that can go wrong, you just keep running them through your head. Well, somebody can miss class and I got to suspend them. Somebody could have not shown up for shoot-around. During shoot-around – Three or four guys could not do what we've been doing all week. And then you get on them about it. Now you don't know if your team is ready. Once I get to the arena, I'm kind of cold. <laughs> and then once the ref, well, yeah, do the announcing, that's when I start getting right. You can see I, it's almost like I'm ready to play now. So the hardest part during the game is, is just getting to the game. you know. And then during the game, is to me, it's not, it's not hard. It's what I do. It's what I've always done. It's what I like to do. Um, I think it's what I'm good at. Um, and I have a great, great staff. So, and especially Josh and Micah coming with a lot of ideas. You know, they're so young. The older guys know that I might. Well, you said, said Micah wasn't going to come? I might. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to Micah in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> with Josh and, Josh and Micah, they just keep throwing things at me. Where the older guys are like, he's not going to want to do that. You know, so it's with my staff, they make it good for me because if I'm missing something, they're usually not missing it. And then um, they tell me, and and during the game, it's I, I don't look at any part as a tough part to do. Josh, maybe you jump in on this, but transitioning from being a player to being on the coaching staff, what is that game day like for you? What's different about it? And and can you back coach Rice up on some of that? It's, it's just harder to get to the game? Yeah, I mean, when I first started a couple of years ago, I was more so on the I'm still a player in a sense, and I would get all tight and I'd get all frustrated, and he always had to calm me down. Like, hey, Jake, this is this is different now. This is how you got to go about it. And I couldn't, I couldn't get that in my head, so I was always frustrated. But now on game days, I'm pretty much cool. I'm, you know, I'm I, – I told him, I tell Mike this all the time. I'm like, you never get too high, you never get too low. So I'm pretty much cool. And then when the game comes, I'm more so locked in. And then it's all about just making sure now, as a coach, is just making sure he's in the right frame and making sure I keep hitting with ideas to make sure we win. So on game days, I'm 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 good. I'm 
throughout the week, I'm good. I, I don't get as uptight anymore. I'm I'm kind of just like, all right, you guys gonna want to play? All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. He's like, hey, what can I do? I can't do anything. I want to go out there and play, but I just whatever you guys want to do today, I'm gonna go with. You still get the same nerves like you're playing a game? Uh, not as much. You know what? When it comes to like games like Iona, and just games like Iona, it, that's <laughs> that's it. Whenever we get ready to face against Iona, I'm I'm just like I feel like I w- I wish Coach would be like, hey, so, put your you could put your jersey on. Today. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could do that too. <laughs> <laughs> you can put your jersey I wish on. I could do that too. <laughs> I think a lot of people would, would sign for that. But you know that that's that's how I am on game days. I'm I'm good now. Coach, what's it like having having Jake on staff here? Uh, it's it's awesome with Jake and Micah being on the staff because guys, this is they they played for me. They know when I'm how my face looks, what I'm probably thinking, all that type of stuff. And and with them, it, the cool part is the stuff that they don't know. They'll just they just coming with it, <laughs> and they just coming with it, and they'll be like, "Yo, try this one, try that one, try this one." And I'm like, well, y'all can't get mad when I don't try it. But most of the time when they tell me something, I trust them too. They've been on the court with me. They were the players. I think the players are the most important ones when to get feedback from because they're the ones doing it. So Josh and, and Micah hit me with stuff all the time, and it really helps me because I might have not had that one within my in my mind at the time, and it might be subbing someone. It might be someone not getting in yet that they think should get in because they know how hard the person's been working and I, I just hadn't gotten to them yet. You know, so I think I have a great staff for game day. You know, Ricky's the veteran. He he's but Ricky's also the the, the hottest one. Um <laughs> you know, Meeks gets kinda hot once in a while. JR is like he he's not gonna get hot. He's probably gonna make a joke and then I'm gonna get mad at him. Because right, you'd be like, why are you so mad all the time and make jokes? And then I'm like, man, it's not joke time, C- Coach Reed. <laughs> 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 we're not joking right now. We're in the middle of this game, and they just cut eight points off of it. <laughs> and we're not looking right. <laughs> and y'all over here thinking then they get quiet because then, I, you know, I don't – I always tell you my vocabulary is not big enough so the wrong <laughs> words come out and with the facial expressions and they'd be like, all right, he got it. Yep. <laughs> he got it. But, it, <laughs> you know, all those things happen during the games and we usually keep our cool and, and I lean on them a whole bunch. And the times when they give me recommendations, I'd probably say they're, they're probably about 75% of the time. As soon as they tell me, I do it. And also, you know, I was like that with Brian and Derek. Derek could call a great game, you know, him being a point guard. He sees certain things. Micah's Micah's really good at that, too, seeing things because he spent so much time on the floor. So he hits me with stuff. And it's just it's just cool. And they, they've been the guys playing. I haven't played in 25, 30 years, man. So they keep you fresh and they keep you understanding, you know, how to reach these young dudes. But, hey. Scombs, I know we're in your your uh, your spot, but can we give an introduction? We got a new person that walked in the room. Wiggle, 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 won't. Oh, 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 we got, we got, we got, 
Here we go, Micah Seaboard just got out of class. He ran over here, so I won't whoop his. Oh. We are Jay Everybody's ready. Yeah. Jig, Diego, Michael K, two plays. Yeah. Let's go get it. Yeah. Get it right now. Yeah. Oh, 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 wow. Yeah. Y'all didn't know I can yeah. rap off the top of the door. Yeah, we ad living. Don't leave me alone. Yeah, we That's in the great. studio. Because I'll get on the phone. Yeah, say something, Mike. That's great energy. I like that. <laughs> I, like that. I just great thought energy. Mike was going to say, sound good. <laughs> Remember how Mike used to say sound that to me? Good. Hey, coach, that sound good, sound coach. Good. And then I'll be ready to jump on him. Sound good, coach. Go to. Michael, Michael, welcome. Hang on, how was class, Mike? Yo, Yo you out so kind of early. You know, I'm looking at the time. That the, class out yeah, already. Out. The heat was out in the class. I mean, the air. We got to go out. <laughs> it was too hot. Something happened when I'm here now. <laughs> there was a temperature the somewhere. Something was hot. Man. <laughs> Them classes be hot, huh, Mike? <laughs> you mental good? Yeah, mental good, good man, because we got out a little early. Yeah, all right. Cool. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to tell everybody. This is the coolest thing Mike is going to be. He's handling his school stuff. This was him wanting to do this. All right, he's doing it, and it's just cool. And I told everybody, I talked to Dr. McNeil last night. She said it. She was like, I turn on TV and I see Mike there, and it makes me just smile. Other coaches in the league that competed against you, um, that were happy when you weren't on the team anymore. The referees. <laughs> All of them yeah, are the like, yo, man, too. this is so cool, King, that you you have him there with you, man. And, you know, Mike, we don't do this a lot, everybody, where I tell these guys how much I care and about them and stuff. But this is really cool that Micah decided to come do this. And just so everybody knows, he's going to be great at coaching if this is what he chooses to do because – He's been great so far for our guys on the court, off the court, life, just everything, what he's brought to this program as a player. He's doing as much now as, as an older cat, and we're thankful that he decided to do this. So hit him yeah, up. Hit let, him me get, let me hit him hit one him more time. Hit Scombs, him hit him one more yeah. time. I'm not going to rap this time. No, we're going to let the real jam. rappers yeah. do it. You got it, No, oh. I'm going to ad-lib. Coach, okay, okay. it was rap. I'm in the background. Diego rap. Uh oh. Hey, how we gonna show? Diego can rap. Yeah. Hey, I've been rapping. What they say? Scones, turn me up in the right one. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Turn me up in the right one. That's it. That's it. That's it. Turn out the porch, man. I got a porch, man. Turn it back. I'm on the block with the kids. Hit the bar. I got you. I got you. Hit the bar. Hey, we're good. We're good chair dancers too. Everybody, in case you're wondering, we're chair dancers. Hey. We like the baby baby kids. Hey, but daddy, I listen to suckers the same when that Ray Ray did. Oh, she got the jams, bro. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to come to the studio with scones. Yeah, turn me up on my left one too. Yeah. All right, can we go to the section of? I'm gonna let Diego get my headphones, and I'm I'm just gonna stand in the room, and maybe let them just chop it up about being mammoth basketball players, and absolutely, and I won't hear all of it, so I they can, they can speak freely. <laughs> And Scombs and I will edit it after yeah. they're done. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> and then Scombs and I will cut all of this stuff that they say out before everybody hears Before they say it. Right. <laughs> here you go, Diego. You know what, Badge? Well, I'm going I'm to get back because he, he didn't, you didn't get a chance to ask get this question. But he asked us what was the what was oh, our best game. Oh. Mama, most memorable. Most yeah. memorable game. I didn't even get to tell you mine. Go but ahead. I'm going to go with... 
<laughs> I'm gonna go with probably my first, my very first game. I know we won a lot of games my last two years, but my my first game was probably my most memorable game at Hofstra. At Hofstra, uh, I came off the bench. I I was kind of like a point guard to a shooting guard. I didn't really, but I was I was ready. And I remember it was back in New York, and I was had my family there, and we had me and Justin ended up having a good game, and and we won. And it was the first time playing for coach. So that was probably my most memorable game. And then, if you want to add one more, it won't, those two years we won, I'd probably say the Notre Dame game. It was Thanksgiving. We were in Orlando. Mm, yeah. Our, my my family was there, too, that game. And I just remember when we won, they were ranked at the time. So when we won, that was just to be in Florida for Thanksgiving with these guys and to do something like that. After, after beating UCLA, that was special. You got a game, Mike? Favorite game, I'd probably say I go Notre Dame. Notre Dame because my family was there. But the the first game always, I, I think that's gonna be the best one, the UCLA one. That was probably it. That's Diego. That was Diego, yeah. Diego said that. Yeah, that yeah, that was our first yeah, that was yeah. our first game. So yeah. but I mean I like the the Notre Dame game because my family was there and that was like the first college game they got to see. But the UCLA one, because I that was my first game after sitting the whole year, so that's probably my favorite one. Hey, Mike, tell them tell what you said to me at, to start overtime. We're going to backtrack to uh, November 2015, tied at UCLA, yeah. opening night, yeah. Pauley Pavilion, yeah. heading to overtime. <laughs> and now uh, well, we, we're we, taking you inside the huddle. What? This is, I, what was it, like 13 seconds left? 14? No, we, we, it was going to overtime. No, no, you no, were, I'm talking about before. Oh, before yeah. that. Oh, it was so they had the, ball, so we had the last time possession. Out. We right? had a timeout. Yeah. And PG I'm, 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 I'm sitting. Yeah, PG. I'm, yeah, PG yeah, version. For the kids. Yes, yeah, yeah. this is my first game ever, but it felt like I played a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I felt like I was a vet. So I'm sitting here, and I we're going to the timeout, and I just know because J-Rob hadn't been hitting shots. Jalan hadn't been. Jalan had six points. So I knew. I was like, it's not going to Jalan. It's me or J-Rob. Like, I'm shooting better than J-Rob. He's going to come to me. So I'm just knowing he's coming to me in his in his mind. He picks Jalan, and that that's my brother. But I was mad at that. <laughs> then, <laughs> then Jalan shoots a three. He had a hit one all game. He shoots some step back three, and I came to him and I politely said that he should have <laughs> gave me the ball. We're gonna put some quotes on yeah, him politely, respectfully, respectfully. I told him he should have gave me the ball. Coach sir. And, and then, then the funniest thing he called a play. He called the um, pistols, pistols uh, uh, naked or whatever. Mm-hmm. He called it for me to start the second half, uh, to start the overtime, and I scored. And I just stared at him running. Down. <laughs> <laughs> this could have been for the game. <laughs> but you want to go with Jalan? You want to give it to Jalan? It was two for thirteen. Oh man, that was the start of some funny stuff right there. Yeah, sure, that but was no, the UCLA, start. That was it, some funny stuff. what I remember about overtime is is uh, both you and Micah, Jig and Micah, uh, on the last play, leaving yeah, leaving Holiday wide open. Oh for yeah, three. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I said yeah. switch, bro. He the scout report said he can't shoot. Okay, <laughs> so no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, my job was to go and guard. What's, what was his name? Uh, the shooter. The, Alfred. The, Alfred. I was on him. No, <laughs> Look, no, I was, no, I was. I was supposed to be. We stood on him. For, for, for the whole game. For the whole game, he was, was my assignment. No, from, but I'm saying for the whole game, he was my assignment. So all I was thinking, he's a shooter. 
I'm going to him. I wasn't I said, even thinking I said, I said, holiday. Switch, switch, switch. <laughs> and then I'm right. I'm, I stop, and then I'm like, oh, sh- oh, let me go back. The jig didn't listen. Yeah. I said the it call. Must been, it must That's have been his problem. Yeah. Yeah. Must have been real yeah, loud. Yeah. You actually yeah. missed it. I was yeah. flying around. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that reminds that me of the fight around. we was having in the uh, training room about who didn't get back for the South Carolina. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh and, oh. and I blame Mike wrongfully. And it was Jig, wasn't it? It wasn't Jig. <laughs> it was Jig. No, it wasn't Jig. It was, Jig. It was, it was uh, No, 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 no. It wasn't Jig. Because everybody had a man, no, but somebody had. No, it wasn't Jig. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Dad. Y'all gonna stop saying that on the podcast, all right? Making people think it's me. That's two things y'all said. It wasn't me. We watched the film, we and did. I said, and you was like, you Who know what, Jake? That wasn't you. Don't. Why you no, I said it was, it was not Micah. It wasn't Micah because no. I swear, up and down, it was Micah for years. Oh, I looked around, and the Who? only person that didn't have nobody was. Joshua. It was. Yeah. Yo, but listen, then it turned out he listen, went to go help somebody. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. I think it was Jake. Tell me, listen. We ain't we ain't gonna we ain't gonna we ain't gonna do we this. Gonna do okay. It. We know J Rob, I love you to death, brother, but who gambled? Who nah, gambled? J-Rob, who J-Rob gambled? J Rob under the bus and Nah, I ain't gonna throw him under the bus. <laughs> I'ma just say we're gonna break down the film, let's break it down the right nah. way. <laughs> and J Rob gambled and I ended up guarding the, two people. He left the, on the weak under side. The basket for the, the three point shooter. Oh no, yeah. I went to the three point shooter. And, and left the man under the basket. What I just said. No, yeah, I went to the three point shooter. And left. I was guarding two people. What, what, if you guarding two people, what, what do you part don't do? You, you at the end of the did game. Did you leave the man? No, enter this. Enter this. Enter this. Enter this. If the it's a, if it's a game, if it's the end of the game. <laughs> off the rebound. No, no, no. He hit the game winner off a shot, off a rebound no, that you left. He didn't. It wasn't off a rebound. It was, it was off a pass. It was off a pass. He just swung it and around. No, they didn't swing. He shot, bro. He no, he did not. He it was, made it was the, he made a push shot. shot. It wasn't no. It was a push shot. shot. He caught it and pushed it at the last yeah. at the and last minute happened? at the last second. What did Deshaun notice? Do he threw the ball up, and you ran to the three point shooter? Was I not supposed to? He threw the ball up. Was I so not supposed? You, to? Okay. <laughs> if it's the if end of the game, hold up, hold up, hold up. If it's the end of the game, no, no. Trajectory. If the ball's going to the basket and I'm running out to the three-point line, that doesn't even he make sense. He jumped in the air. He wasn't I, at the three-point line. I bit towards the three-point shooter. I, that's what I did. It's the end of the game. Am I let the three-point shooter or I'm going to let the point guard that hasn't made a shot all game shoot? Which one I'm going to let shoot? It sounded like you made the wrong I, choice. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just want to know. I'm going to let the point guard who's in the NBA, who was a guard. He wasn't making any shots. He ended up with 12 points. So obviously, he made shots. He, didn't, he, he, pushed, made shot. he, he made a push shot at the end of the game. A game I'm going to live with that. A game winner. Then the three-point shooter. He's a final four. What would you do, though? I'm, I'm asking you a question. That, final four. I'm asking lost, you a question. We that not answer my question. He's an NBA player. We could be the final four That not answer my question. You ran to a shooter. Would you go run to the shooter or run to no, him? No, I wouldn't. I'm asking you. I don't be out there. I'm asking <laughs> you. <laughs> I would have right probably, probably followed the dude underneath the basket. <laughs> so you probably would have definitely. You probably would have, though. But we have followed the gift, though. Don't yeah, do that. We, I would not give for it. Yeah, so we would have. I'm still. Listen. Probably would have Listen. If I knew you was going to If go we out. had to do it again, I'm going to the shooter again. And we're going to lose again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just Good letting job. you know. We, boy, that hey, learned uh, six if years you, later. If you learn anything. Don't have regrets. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm is. going to shoot. He didn't even shoot oh, a clean man. shot. He said we're going to 
We could be we could be yeah, we 177 right now, coach. Just replay Wait, that no, whole thing. 100, that's just 180, right? No. It'll be 180 games. <laughs> Tell your point guard stop gambling when we should get back. Wait, What's Jay, the first rule of thumb, coach? 180 when the, when games. When the shot go Jay. up, what is, what is hey, the we're, not, we're gonna stop What's, this. We supposed to talk about us three. What's the point guard supposed to do? I ain't met bro. Hey, shout out to J. Rob. Nah, because y'all gonna stop throwing me under the bus. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it real. Hey, hey, J. Rob, you see, this supposed to be your right hand man. Yeah, and J. Rob, I'm gonna tell you this, just like we sit in your backyard and tell you. So quick, it's hot in here. Y'all made it hot in here. Yeah, we made it hotter. We made it hotter. Michael rolled in. He took the hot from yeah. class. He came in. He came in hot. Like Young Drew, man. Shout out to Young Drew. We don't want to get into that. That's my guy. No. We don't want to get into that. Young Drew coming in hot to all the Hang on, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, though, we'll bring it back now. Michael, what's it been like this year for you to be around the guys again and be on the staff, work with Coach not playing. Yeah. Um, no, I I say it all the time. Like I, like Coach Rice, I appreciate it, like a hundred thousand percent what he has done for me, allowing me to come back, um, and just being around the guys. I didn't know I started training uh, a couple kids back home, but I thought that's all I liked. I didn't really think I liked the day to day being around them because it's different when you just train like two or three kids that are really trying to. Decent, so it's like right. this. All, hours you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they really are. It's different when you have a full team of like this. Is what you see every day. Certain people want to do something. Certain people don't want to do it. But I didn't know if I would, I could deal with that. But I would say I like um, being around it more than I thought. Like the the day to day stuff. I didn't I didn't know. Like I said, I didn't know if I'd like that part. But I like the day to day. As long as I can, if I can, I'll stay in, as long as I can stay out offices, man, for two months. Uh, <laughs> as long as I can, like, <laughs> going to the office and seeing Ricky, man. That's <laughs> I got to do with I'll Ricky be a like coach that. if I don't have to do that. Uh, <laughs> I can stay, like, I'll go in there, but, man, I can't. All day with Ricky, man. That's crazy. <laughs> that's my guy, though. But that, yeah. But all the slander just needs to stop. Now he, I tell him. This oh, we keeping it. We, that's what I'm saying. No, we keeping the hundred. Ricky keeping the hundred on here. But no, I like it. Ricky being, being mm. it's different being with Coach Rice um, now in a different role. But like, I try to, you know, because not gonna act like I wasn't the perfect. So I try to help, you know, the people who <laughs> get in trouble here. Try to be like, you know, this is. This is more what Coach Rice is thinking. This is why he's getting on to you, bro. It's not about, you know, just try to help him with certain stuff because I wasn't like Jiggy. I wasn't the the cookie-cutter guy on the basketball team who did every boom, boom. I didn't do that. Right. That wasn't how I did stuff. So I got to that, but I can help them more because I understand that, and I can kind of, you know, try to be that little bridge between Coach Rice and the players. And then it's like they understand because he's told stories about – so. It's not like, oh, I'm, I'm not speaking from experience. So I feel like that's why. You see the other side of it. Yeah, that's why they listen. I feel like that's why they kind of like drawn to me because it's like, oh, he's speaking from, and he actually, he went through this. Coach Rice told us he got in trouble, whatever. So he knows what he's talking about in this part. So let me, you know, try to follow as much as I can. Well, I know you don't have a problem giving <laughs> Coach Rice advice based on that UCLA conversation. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> that's, that's if, shoot, if you love somebody, you can tell them, man. That's, <laughs> that's, that's how it's supposed to be. For real. Do you enjoy being on the sidelines during games, interacting with, with guys and, and kind of seeing what goes on? Yeah. See, I'm the I'm the opposite from from really everybody. Like, I, I keep trying to tell people, I do not miss playing basketball one second. <laughs> like, not one second. And I, I – 
don't even just say this. I had my little time, my little couple months where I was, and that was like a, a minute ago. Like now, I'm so happy I don't play basketball. Like it doesn't even make sense. Like I never. The only game I really kind of was like was right on the court when after they did Rick Pitino's 800 wins. That was the only time I felt like you know I wish I could play. Every other day, I don't know. I, I'll go and practice and mess around with them, but but I feel like I did my stuff. Like, I worked hard enough, and I didn't get to where I wanted to, so I'm fine with it. I don't have the regrets that people have. Like, so I'm just cool with not playing basketball anymore. Like, I don't, I don't have the itch at all. So I just think the ba- I'm way – I would like this more than I like playing. Like, for real. Like. Do you see that out of, out of Tim Jake day-to-day? No, definitely. <laughs> we we like this is it's funny to hear him not really funny, but I hear him say it every day, you know, just and I'm I'm kinda in the same I've I've gotten over not wanting to play anymore. Like you said, we mess around with the guys sometimes. It's cool when in the beginning of the year when coach like, Hey, hey, put your sneakers on. Put your sneakers on. We need you to get <laughs> on practice today. Like that's the that's the fun part, but the day to day it's hard, you know, like we tell these dudes all the time, like it's hard to play at that that level. <laughs> all the time and, and, and put your body on the line and win so many games. And now I'm just like, man, I could roll out of bed and just go about my day. I don't have to worry about going to treatment and doing all the other stuff and having to go to class. Like that's I'm done with that, but I'm done, I'm done with that. But no, it's it's cool. It's cool. But it's cool to hear it's cool for for me to see him, you know, make big strides like that that he's made. Cause now he could be like, "Hey, I'm comfortable now." You know what I mean? Like I did what I had to do, but I'm comfortable now. And I, and for me, it's been it's been we we talk about this too. It's been cool for me to have him here this year. You know what I mean? It's just 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 and, and just to add on to where, because I think the part that I kind of, this is the kind of thing I liked about. <clears throat> so there's this kid I was training, his name Yawan Treyor. When I first started training, and it's not because of me, I'm just saying the story. When I first started training him, he was like a top 100 kid, but he was like, he just came from France, so he wasn't that well known. And now he's like a very well known, like top 10 in the nation. <clears throat> so I knew like I liked, that part, like, I knew I liked the skills part, but the one thing about the coaching, like, that I kind of like is, like, you kind of help, you're helping somebody get to what they want to do. Like, his goal, when he came to me, his goal was, like, oh, I just want to be top 40 in the nation. And then he got to that, and by June, then I'm still in Wissica. I'm, I'm like, yo, I'm leaving in a month. What, what's the goal by the time July, end of July? <clears throat> He's like, I want to be top 20, end up being top 10 in the last ranking. So it's cool, like, you being a part of somebody else's, like, because I already did. Like I said, I don't, I have, I emptied out my tank. Like, I have nothing. I couldn't do, if, even if I wanted to right now, my body after a month would be done. <laughs> so, like, that's a, that's a thing I like as far as, like, you're helping, like, other people get to what they say they want to go. Even if it's, oh, I, my goal is to make. 5000 a month overseas. That's my goal. Whatever it is, whatever their goal is, uh, uh, like it's cool being able to be like a little piece of like 
of course, I'm not the reason you got there, but I like added a little piece and helped you get to where you wanted to go. You like being the fact that you're involved in games again, mm-hmm. instead of just working yeah, guys out. Yeah, fact. I, I'm not gonna lie. For from when I was overseas, I did not watch because overseas literally took everything out of me. I did not watch basketball for like a whole year. I didn't watch bad. I, you could not pay me to watch NBA. Only time I watched was um, the Lakers and Playoffs. the <clears throat> Lakers and the West Coast. And I'd watch E Man at Utah. If it wasn't E Man at Utah, and I'd watch every now and then, moment, I would not watch a game. So I just got away from basketball, tried to do everything else, and then like now coming taking that step away, like and answer your question, like yeah, I like being a part of the games and game day and trying to help people get ready and that type of stuff. So, but I definitely I like I like the game day part of it. Diego, how how you've been able to follow the program since he just talked about playing overseas, playing mm-hmm. other countries? Is it hard to, to to keep up with these guys? Um, well, it depends if you're in a place that has good Wi-Fi. You know, like, <laughs> that's a, and it, I've been it's been two out of four. You know, so um, but no, I always keep because most of the guys that I played with were still playing, so it's like I kind of feel like I'm still here or still a player, but I'm not. And uh, so it feels – it's fun to be part of it, but outside, but still kind of wanting to be there and help and give, like, outlook and support pretty much at the end of the day towards whoever I was playing with, you know. So, uh, like, the the Kansas game, I remember vividly, like, I was in Spain on this little, like, twin cot that literally touched the ground. Like, it was like the springs were done. And I remember just watching that game, and I was like, damn, wow. It obviously didn't turn out good, you know? But then it was a bright moment underneath <laughs> in that last, like, sure was. four yeah. seconds, you know? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, George. Yeah, George. And I I was really hoping that he made that dunk. Because if he didn't, no, that would have been crazy. I probably crazy. would not mm-hmm. tag Monmouth anymore for a little bit, you know, because Kansas, you know, their fan base would probably be crazy on Twitter. And when he were. made that dunk, I was like, I was so proud. Like, there's been moments I would say I'm proud to be, like, a Monmouth person, but, like, that moment, I was like, for for sure I was. Because the next day, everybody's like, yo, that, that's your school, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I had nothing to do with that. But, yeah, I know George, you know? So, um, but, yeah, as far as, like, wanting to follow and be there and support the team, I've always wanted to do that and been able to. So. I got to bring it back since Mike is here now. Uh-oh. And I know he'll give an opinion on this. Uh, Diego, going into his freshman year, told Coach, he was already better than Zach and Chris. Mm. Not in those words, but in the actions, you know? In the actions, in the actions, you know? Freshman year? Freshman year. I'm not going to lie. I don't know about Chris at all. and But I would – I liked playing with him over over Zach sometimes freshman year because he actually could run. Like I'm not. And like, <laughs> no, the thing about it, we say this, we no, say that, this, no, we say no, this to each other all the that, time. Is like, that, so. <laughs> would I way rather throw the ball to Zach and let Zach post up? Of course, a hundred percent. But will Diego actually sprint and come set me a screen? Yeah, <laughs> different. Zach's they're gonna, different players. Zach's gonna wave you off. But, Hey, next one. I got your next one. I got you. No, yeah. no. Yeah. I need a sub, and I'll come next time. Yeah, I come next in time. on my next. I promise you, I got 10 you. Minutes, mm-hmm. I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's only involved in two. You got. You got to know and the first four down backs. That's when you can. And he'll tell you that screen. too. Yeah, he lets he, you know. He'll let you know. Like Zach nah, tells I, you, I, I got a minute in twenty I, seconds. I can't get you right now. <laughs> I can't. If you bring him this way, maybe I get you. But I ain't finna run. There be times. There be times. Coach Rice would be like, "Hey, Zach." Zach would be posting up like this. 
<laughs> I don't want it. I'm not ready. <laughs> don't throw it. And then we get cussed out because we can't pass the ball to the big. I'm like, he don't want it. He don't want it. I'm like, that's a bad shot. He said he don't want it. I'm yeah, sorry. it's my turn. I want it. <laughs> he don't want it, and I do. I'm going to shoot it. Well, guys, this has been awesome. Um, great catching up with you guys. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, of course. I know Coach Rice wanted to have you guys on, and it's pretty cool to have you guys uh, all here, and especially like we talked about before Micah got on, but have all these guys here last night with uh, with Coach Rice setting that record. So this was a lot of fun. And I just want to say, because I didn't, I didn't talk about when y'all, Coach Rice breaking the record, but I just wanted to, to give a congrats, man. That's Hell yeah. Like that's, that's, that's you. You got a little clapping thing. Little clapping there one yeah, more time. Right. One more time. No, for real, that's, that's big. Yeah, 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 coach. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always, I always say this, man. Like, Coach Rice, in my life, has I don't say like he's an uncle, like that. Like, I don't say father, but he's like an uncle to me. Like, past the the basketball, past anything, and I, I felt like that kind of like since day one. Even when we had our stuff, like I would. Like, like, I didn't even know, but when he, when, Me, they, yeah, yeah, because he looked at us and was like, we were like, you what? were a part of this, and I thought he was talking about we were a part of that win, I just yeah. looked at Jig like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, right, cool. we good. <laughs> and then they, they said, they announced it, and I kind of just sat back and just, you know, just thinking about, like, I was a part of a lot of that, then coming back, being with him now, it's just crazy, like, I, I met him, he came to Dallas, Texas, and, what was it, 2013? Yeah. Yeah, 2013. Mm-hmm. And now he told me, I remember he told me in his, my, like, uh, at the gym at Prime Prep, he's like, if, like, basically, like, regardless, but if you come here, him and Phelps are basically like, we got you for life. And I talked to Phelps yesterday who recruited me. He, he didn't coach me at all. I talked to him yesterday for 35 minutes, and I still talked to Coach Rice, like, all, all the, even when I was gone, I talked to him at least once a month. But I just want to say, man, appreciate you. You done helped a lot of, I don't talk about it, you done helped a lot of people. You helped me and Jalan. You helped change our, you know, our outlook on life, helped change, you know, certain stuff so we could be, you know, productive citizens, whatever. And I just want to say appreciate you. My bad. Mic drop. But I just want to <laughs> say appreciate you. And, uh, man, like, it's been a blessing to be a part of all this, like, for real. And I don't take, I always say I don't take none of this for granted. So I appreciate it. And congrats, man. For sure. Amen on that one. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's it. We're going to end yeah, on that. Yeah, amen on right. that. All right. Now, I appreciate these guys coming in and, and doing this for us and, and giving you guys some insight out for this podcast. But we know that Mike and Josh are on the staff, okay? Everybody out there, all the Mammoth fans, anybody who's ever watched us play. Now Diego is home, okay? Now he's home. He he has decided not to hoop anymore, okay? So now he's going to find what he wants to get, what he wants to do with the rest of his life. So I'm calling in all favors, all Mammoth fans. Please, let's let's put our heads together and figure out. Let's let's reach out to Diego. Let's find him the right job. He'll be able to tell you all the things he can do. But let's let's find what Diego wants to do and let us give back to him because he's given us so much. 
and he's going to give us more in the future, just who he is as a young man. And someday he is going to be a dad. I don't care what he says, everybody. But this is this is just a jump start. Diego's back now. I'm talking to him about maybe looking at being a school teacher because um, I think he would be great at it. But that might not be it. You know, I'm going to talk to some people. He and I are going to talk some more, and we're going to figure out what he wants to do. And we're put, calling everybody from Monmouth, everybody who owns a business, everybody who's been doing it. Come give Diego a call and see what we can find for him to get started in, in his after basketball life. All right, Scombs. We know I need some music on. Yeah, we so got. We can dance our way got. out of here. I'm not going to rap this time. I'm just going <laughs> to dance this time. Tell but me about the right one, Scombs. Tell me up. Oh, 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 Podcast world, we're out of here. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Yes, sir.